the natural ones. A bunch of good guys doing bad for glory. And snacks. Yes. What about Brian's here? Kroger, he's with you, but he'll just be really quiet. I was like, oh my God. It's funny. He doesn't crack it. I mean, Brian does. I'm not. Oh, Kroger. I was like, whoa, no. <laughs> Rolthor and Boss are exactly well, like. If we get in a fight, can I play Croker? If we get in a fight, can I play Croker? That's fine, but I doubt you're getting a fight. You what? I doubt you'll get in a fight. Okay, that's fine. This is kind of this is kind of <laughs> yeah, cleaning yeah. up the mess from the last couple. Yep. Moving on. Cleaning up the mess. <clears throat> getting on, looking looking for that is now the title <laughs> of this episode. Let me write it down. <laughs> cleaning up the mess. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, are we recording? Yes, we've been recording. Oh, this should be a great intro. I actually (laughs) stopped recording and then restarted so that we don't have the half-hour intro. All right. Though we could if we wanted to. How much? So. 500 bucks. A D20 the size of your head. Oh, the size of your head. All wood, right? That'd be great to hold over someone's head and just drop it. Wow. (laughs) Now it's the red. You're now Jeff. Exactly like Roll Thor. Solid aluminum on the outside. Yeah. (laughs) Solid aluminum weighs more than 12 pounds. Nice. Solid aluminum. Damn. That's not... You're not rolling that shit on my deck. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to cry. It would hold up. It just would have dead sense. It would probably stay. It would would land with one of the corners down and just (laughs) stick that (laughs) way. It's cocked. (laughs) Roll it again. Damn, cocked. That's a natural one up there. So you're just making that hole bigger. (laughs) All right. Yeah, thank you for saying that. <laughs> I was looking at Boss, making sure his mouth was still shut. I heard you say that you're recording. I saw we we had a couple that we wanted to go over. I know. I heard. I saw you oh, looking no, at each other. All, <laughs> all right. So when last we left off, you guys had well, there were there were two groups that were running currently. Um, one was fighting uh, next door deep water, um, and God, that seems like a million years ago. Uh, the dragon. <laughs> And one group was fighting Calabasque, the Elder Brain. Um, there was a relatively large battle that ensued with that one. Um, lots and lots and lots of chaos. Chaos. Uh, you guys did end up winning in the end. Um, after all was said and done, yeah. the big kind of key takeaways were you won the fight. Um, you freed a shitload of Minotaur, like in the thousands of Minotaur, um, and are kind of left with them uh, as a bit of a, almost a problem. I mean, it's great that they're free, but it's like, okay, now what do we do with all these people? Um, one of the good things about that is that the army that was with you was well um, uh, provisioned. supplied, provisioned. Thank you. Um, so there's plenty of food, but it's still, you know, you've got a bunch of Minotaur who at this point can't really survive on the surface. Uh, Bradex did begin the process of kind of helping some of them with their, their, what would be sight and pigmentation and ability to live up there, but it's, it's going to take a minute. Uh, you guys lost me. Yeah. But... Three minutes. Yeah. Per, um, you guys lost me, uh, at some point he was up there playing <clears throat> sniper, um, and was doing a fair job on his own. And then what really kind of turned the battle for you guys is all of a sudden it just opened up, gunfire just opened up like crazy. Um, and every time there was a, a gunshot, it was accompanied by 29 more. Uh, there was a lot of gunfire. Uh, you went up to check on him and he was just gone. You found really large boot prints in the dirt. And that was about it, if I recall. There was, there was very little, there was scant evidence as to where he had But I know a guy. So, but you know, again. So we're trying to find that's right some more information. And so that's kind of where we left off. As you guys really had this, you you have the opposite problem on your hand now. Is you're caring for a large population of people who um, who are going to have trouble. They're not incapable of caring for themselves, but they're going to have trouble caring for themselves at the uh, at the way in the condition that they're in. Um, where I'd like to start those with me. Um, so. You, Meep. Oh, the other key piece of information uh, is Meep has molted off his um, his form, and he is now a gnome. He, he is no longer a uh, what do you call it? A kobold. Uh, a kobold. Yeah. yeah. No longer kobold. He dropped the tail. He dropped the claws, um, and he is now a little pasty gnome. Actually, what is your skin? Are you are you pretty pasty, or are you? Uh, um, 
Yeah, I would be pretty pasty. Well, no, I, I'd have a slight. I'd have a slight. Yeah, I'd be well tan. So, I never thought about that actually. So you, Meep, uh, as the fight kind of progresses, <laughs> the team moves down. You take up your sniping position. You actually score a decent number of shots. Uh, you manage to shoot a couple of guys off of the big tank-like structure. Right. Um, you did manage to take out one of the guns. And then as the fight progressed and the guys were able to board and get down into it, um, you were able to kind of help kind of keep some of the nearby groups from getting up onto the tank and, and kind of following them in and, and coming up behind our flanking and ringing like that. Um, as that fight progressed, you were joined by a handful of really large looking people. You recognize you recognize them immediately. You recognize their form immediately. You didn't recognize the individuals, but you recognize their race. They are GIF, the people you ran into before mm -hmm. that were really well armed. You know them to be from your world. Uh, they were kind of the rebels on your world. Um, and they are the ones who kind of introduced guns and. and Wait, are you saying GIF? GIF, G-I-F-F. GIF. Yeah, okay, hippopotamus. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's what I was going to so Yeah, yeah the big guys. Yeah. I met them on the boat, I think the Orc Black Fleet, right? Uh, you met one there, one or two there. Um, you've met them a couple of times. Okay. You've met them here and there. Somebody may have killed the battle. Yes. You may have met them anywhere. Krampen. Someone, someone short and gnomish may have killed them. <laughs> <Krampen>. <laughs> um, you may have met you, them in a box. You've come into contact with them, um, with the Demogarlox folks. Okay. Uh, you guys ran into them in that... Um, when you were in that mansion in Alftrag, when mm -hmm. they were when they were trying to kind of get a coalition together, um, there was a group of them there as well. Um, they basically play support to you. Um, they just continue shooting and helping the guys get into this thing. Once the once the fight is over, um, you kind of stand up and begin to take a look, and one of them just throws a hood over you, cinches it shut. And then just pulls the hood right back off, it seems like to you. And you are in a completely different place when they do that. So it's it's kind of like when you pass out, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. It can, yeah, some yeah. time can yeah. elapse. Yeah. And you wake up, it feels like no time has elapsed, but time has elapsed. Okay. It's exactly what happened here. Is they've cinched this hood shut on you. I'm out. They pull it I back off, and you find yourself um, in a stone room. <clears throat> with crumbling walls there, and the walls do kind of go to outside. It's raining really hard. Um, you're in what appears to be a room in an old keep or some sort of stone building structure somewhere um, that is sort of open to the elements, provides a little bit of shelter. Um, and there are three of these GIF in the room with you. <coughs> you can hear others about. Well, wait. What what just happened? You hear thoughts. It's he's awake. Yeah, yeah, I'm awake. What what'd you guys just do? One of them steps into your view. Um, his uniform, and he is wearing a, a not a formal uniform, not like a you know a lot of these guys. When you think of them, they're wearing like colonial type um, era uniforms, whether it's you know British or American. Think kind of red right. coats, blue yeah, coats, yeah. that type of uniform, right? Um, it's not that. It's, it's a little more um, earthier tones. Okay. Um, meant to kind of blend in a little bit. The last few of these guys who you had seen were definitely higher ranking. They were kind of the, the um, command type guys. These guys are much more, uh, they appear to be much rougher. Okay. Um, one of them looks, one of them kind of steps in front of you. He appears just kind of by the way he holds himself. Um, he appears to kind of be the guy in charge, or at least of the three in the room, he's the guy in charge. Um, and he just puts down a tankard of water next to you, which in his hand is kind of normal size. For you, it's going to be a two-fifths. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank, thank you, but but where where are we? We we were just fighting. You even were helping me. Why, why am I here? Where did you get the rifle? It was a gift. It was. It's. It, I've collected over time. I. I built it. Well, that would be a really good idea if I get that. Um. He kind of looks. He looks behind you at something that you can't see, and looks back down and says, 
Where did you get the rifle? I mean, do you want the you want the full story? Yeah. Then this needs to be a beer, and you need to sit down. He looks behind you. This he is not a short tail. He grabs a chair and kind of puts it so it's the back. Of, you know, he's kind of sitting over the back of it. Tell your tail. And I'm going to start into it, and I will start with having seen some of these guns from his people that like him that carried it, and my interest grew. So you're going to like, tell the truth? I'm going to tell the truth, yeah. Okay. I've got a bunch of hippos with guns around me, right? And they were fighting you, on our you side. Three that you're aware of. But they were fighting on my side mm, yes. at the time. And you do know the yeah. gift yeah. you've met before. Yeah. I've been all right with them. We're in this world to prevent yeah. a backsis from crossing. Yeah, I'm all right with this. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out the story. I'm gonna talk about the times. Uh I won't give away my sister for who she is. Um, but that she introduced me to guns, gave me a book, and I'll pull out the book if I have it. I would assume I'd have it with me. Show them the book and, and the plans I laid out and how I how I how I messed around with things. And then I'm gonna say it's not like I don't know how to use it really well. Give me, give me my gun. I'll show you. I can dismantle it, take it apart, tell you how it works. This is me. How did you, how did you get your gun? If you think I stole something, I didn't. I'm assuming that's what you're thinking. How did you come to this world? Okay, I've answered a lot of your questions. And I will answer that too. But first I got to know, what is your intention? That depends on your answers to our questions, Gnome. Okay, I'm going to do an insight check. Okay. It's awesome. What is it you're trying to ascertain? Um... Is this more I mean his intention with me is he right now seeing me only as an enemy or am I like am I an enemy in his eyes right now or am I just an outlier like what is this thing okay Go ahead and roll. 11 11 mm -hmm. 12 sorry <laughs> 12 <laughs> hard to say okay okay um, hard to say he's I'll be up front. I'll just say he's intimidating you, but he hasn't laid hands on you. Okay. And he's clearly, when he keeps looking up behind you, he's clearly looking at somebody else. He's he's being directed in how this kind of uh, interrogation, probably loosely use that word, but yeah. how this interrogation is going. Yeah. Okay. So from my history, I've been through this shit my whole game. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to look at him and, and very bluntly say, if I'm your enemy and somehow you're going to abuse and use me for some knowledge I have, then you should just kill me because <coughs> I'm not going to give you shit. But if I'm something of interest, where you're trying to figure out who I am, then we can talk. He looks up behind you again. And who the hell are you looking at? It's not like I don't see your eyes come up, buddy. You're not that good at being secret. I'm just going to turn my head. Well, he grins, and as he <laughs> grins, the one from behind him kind of walks around. Okay. And this one is dressed. Um, he's still rougher, right? So it's it's you get the idea that these guys are probably a unit that's trying to hide rather yeah. than just be out there. Um, but the guy walks around. He's thinner than the rest. Um, and not like in a gaunt or sickly way, but he's just, he's, you know, you think of like a GIF or like a Loxodon or something that's just big and bulky. This guy's much trimmer. Hmm. Um, he walks around and he says, I am book. Explain. And he holds out his hand and he's got the fingernail that had been attached to. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know you guys aren't for Abaxis, but how much do you know about about? We know these the are whole... from agents of Abaxis. Yeah. Okay. I Explain. was. An, I was an agent, not by choice. I mean, let's be honest. How many people do we know actually want to help Abaxis? It was by threat. 
I'm not an agent anymore. I've been working against this guy for years. Now, the fingernails, those are useful. We killed a couple more agents. We got a couple more fingernails, and now we can communicate as friends. Persuasion check. <clears throat> I am awesome. Oops. I'm going to not cover my mouth with my hand as a six. <laughs> That's a six. Yeah. <laughs> six on a persuasion yeah. check? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not good at persuasion. All right. You, you're not buying this, are you? You hear this behind your head as you realize that that's a that's a, a gun. It's cocked a gun. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Can I tell what type of gun if it's a pistol or <coughs> rifle? Make an intelligence check. Make it with advantage. Okay. <laughs> you don't count on my uh, rolling at all tonight, which I totally with that. You're familiar enough with firearms, you'd be able to tell the difference, probably. Unless you roll like you've been rolling. I've been rolling. I rolled a 10 and 9. A I have no idea. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it 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 was a gun that was cocked near you. Yeah. Okay. Um, this isn't going as I would see it. Uh, okay. I was one of Abaxis's guys. I was sent here. I was put in a body. I mean, do, do you know this is not my original body? Or how much do you know about me? Did you just come upon me from... Back there, is that the first time you've come across me? Or have you been following us? That was a coincidence. Oh, okay. Well, I literally, a day or two or however long ago, I was not this body. I was a kobold. That's the body I ended up in. I don't know if they planned it that way, but there I was. And it was rough. Um, but I... I got along with these guys. We met up. We started to break away. We started to see what, what Abaxis was about. I really just came here to find my sister because she was an agent that, that kind of went off the wire. And I thought maybe I could find her. And I did. And that's great. And uh, now I'm working against Abaxis. And I, I'm not doing this well. Let me just go back. And I'm going to go back. I'm going to attempt to tell a little bit of our tale without giving away who these guys are or too many of the details. But a brief synopsis. Okay. Of how we got started. Make out the persuasion check, and this time make it with advantage. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Before you do that, make a perception check. Okay. I'm going to use the old metal ones. Let's see if they do a little bit better than the digital. Uh, perception yeah. check is just a straight check. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Yeah, so that's right. I'll take the, the it doesn't matter, uh, 13. Okay. Um, when you said you were a kobold, he, he moved. But he didn't like you notice a, a change in his demeanor, but it's slight. Okay. Yeah, I mean now you can make your persuasion okay. roll with advantage. Okay. Natural 20. Whew. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go through and talk about the tale. And since he says that, I'm gonna in as I talk about this, I'm gonna attempt to a little bit of uh relay some of my experience as a kobold. Um and just how I got involved with interest in guns and how they worked and kind of dive down that hole. You notice as you're talking, his interest is significantly less like the guns. He's not even, he's not even, yeah, he's lost his interest in your proficiency with firearms. Okay. But anything you've got to say about your history since you crossed over this world, he appears to be very interested in. Looks at you and he says, and what is your name, little one? Meep. Uh huh. That's what we're going to go ahead and switch over to the other guy. That's fine. So, the rest of you Yahoos, all of them included, um, you have all, it's, it's been about two days down in that cavern. He hears you from there. Oh, okay. So you guys have been about two days in that cavern here. Um, tell me just a little bit about kind of what you have been up to. And we can start, we we'll probably start with Brad X since it's got the most to do with him right now. I'd still be continuing to work with um, 
Dober meal? Dober meal, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Months. Um, would be continuing to work with Dober meal to organize the Minotaur into some sort of functional group so they're not just floundering around and starving themselves. Um, over the couple of days, once we get the basics organized, uh, we would probably start trying to tease out some form of leadership within the groups, uh, trying to, I mean, our goal is to create an army. So we're going to try to sort, sort them into units and identify leaders and start creating order where there was very little before. Okay. Um, culturally, <clears throat> these guys are very different than me. Um, they, they're the same, obviously the same physique, same, you know, they got all the, all the right parts. Um, they're just culturally very different from you. Mm-hmm. Um, they have also been enslaved is probably the wrong word, but they've been oppressed for the entire time that you guys have been up and reading and doing your thing and really freeing yourselves as a people. The, these, these people have a very mm-hmm. different mindset. Um, is there anything you'd like to do to kind of begin to address that as well? Well, I think to, to many degrees, I think some of it would be, and, and I think we have Elski with us now as well, right? So Yeah, she and the group come in right kind of at the end of day two. She and the next okay. Deep Water group kind of rejoin. Okay. Um, I think we would be working to share with them knowledge of the, the Iron Isles and, and trying to... Uh, share with them the story of, of how we uh, came to be on the surface, um, you know, the background story um, of the, the uh, Reaver King and how he, he came out, um, <clears throat> trying, to, trying to build up, especially those people that we would find as kind of naturally being a little bit more um, having a little more initiative or being a little bit more kind of prone to being leaders, um, I think would be trying to, to build them up, especially and trying to kind of, uh, appeal to their minotaurness. Okay. Um, trying to help build that, that sense of self back up. Okay. So it's, as you make your way through the people and as you continue to, you know, you get your limits on what you can do, but there's a handful of people every, you know, every now and again, who you're able to help to, uh, you know, get over their, their, what would be vision issues on the surface? What would be to bring, you know, to bring them to their, their like their pigmentation to a point where they're not going to just burn if they get in direct sunlight or anything like that. Like you're able to kind of work through the groups and you kind of tell stories of your history and kind of some of the stuff you were just talking about. Um, you start to hear, um, you start to hear kind of whispers. And as you'll approach a group, you know, you'll take a break and then you'll go to approach a group and they'll be like, oh, here he comes. And here's this, and here's that. And there's, there's a certain admiration in their voices um, for <clears throat> you specifically. And, and you notice a little bit for Dobermeal as well. Um, as you get into kind of that third day, so Alski and the rest of the group have rejoined, and we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, but there's definitely word has kind of spread about you specifically. Um, you do notice that Dobermeal um, is very much purposely um, kind of taking a backseat to you. Uh, he's kind of deferring to you on a lot of decisions both in nature of command and just in nature of what are we going to share with these people about our culture and what are we not um and he's really he's he's you have established yourself as the alpha of the two of you um alski pulls you aside around probably late afternoon on that third day Uh and she's just asking you she's in public she very much is the admiral and she's very much she is not deferring to you Uh In private, um, she shares some thoughts. She is, A, she's very into you um, still. Uh, but B, um, she says, what's this What's this about you being the second coming of Karkili the Staunch? Because that's what they're saying. 
What happened interesting? Well, Alski, we we finished off the elder brain and freed these people. And since we've been trying to build our army, <coughs> trying to share with them what we know of our people on the surface, what they could have, where they to join us. And I've been promising them an opportunity to uh, get some revenge for what's been done to them. And the fight itself, what, what did you do that was so amazing? And you recall being stunned for most of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I could say that it was amazing. Unfortunately, um, I fell prey to one of the things that tends to affect us. He blasted my mind and stunned me for, for much of it. But she puts her finger up to your lips to stop whatever's about to come out of your mouth. She kisses you hard. She backs off a little and says, <laughs> nice, nice. It says, whatever you're about to say, don't. Because these people, they all think you mounted that skull, looked out upon your flock, and at the last possible moment, jumped and killed that thing with one shot. Which, as you'll recall, you stood there with wool hanging out of your mouth. <laughs> and then at the very end, you jumped and got your kill shot. Yeah. I mean, that's I, not the, wrong. The I, legend yeah, around this has grown. I could see how it could be perceived <laughs> that way. <laughs> the, Let's go with that. The, the legend around this has grown to the point where, in just three days, these people are talking about. I mean, they really are. And Karkili the staunch is in your in in your part of the culture is second to none. Right? He's the one that freed everybody. You are being viewed that way because you stood on top of this skull thing, and when you snapped out of it, you jumped down and killed that guy. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so sure. You were you're, you're only stunned for less than a minute. That actually, I know. They, in, in battle, they would have no idea that right. you were stunned. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah. You were getting all, <laughs> you were getting all of the credit for this. All right. So um, just know that. And, and Alski is... She's just, whatever you were about to say, stow it. This is the story going forward. It's the story they need. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say I killed him. Because <laughs> that did happen. But I like your side. <laughs> Let's go with that. All right. <coughs> All right. The rest of you, um, is there any chat you want to have? So, Otham, you've rejoined. Uh, Rolthor, you were with them. Yeah. Um, Croker would have rejoined. Did, did we get a long rest in with all of us? Yeah. You, yeah, of course. We'll have had a long, long rest. So, uh, so Otham, Otham's been meditating on his staff and wondering if it's the right staff for him. Um, if maybe I could get something that, that had some different powers. I'm, I've been trying to think through that. And uh, you can, I, you and I can talk offline about what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, but, but that's what that's what I've been doing. I've, I've just been kind of sitting there and, and really trying to think through that, and make sure you know it's the right thing for me. And, and now that I'm I've, I, I'm a higher, I've got more power. I believe that there's there's probably something more powerful that I need to begin searching for uh, to buy or to create on my own. Who is this man? Okay. This is my staff. There are many like it. <laughs> but this, this one, one is mine. mine. <laughs> okay. Uh, Shoda, what do you have? Well, after being regaled with the tale of Nexo Deepwater's you uh, you know, demise, because I'm going to push him for as much information from that fight as possible. Sure. I'm going to find a screw a nail something from the tank okay just a, a small piece easy enough and then i'm going to kind of do the the whatever mumbo jumbo it takes to to acquire that with the helmet gotcha to allow me to come back here 
So are you <coughs> wanting to come back here? Here or to the tank? Because they may be two different things over time. Oh. I guess I was going for here. Okay. Something in the Underdark. Okay. So in this this location. Easy enough. Yeah. yeah. You just you'd probably want to switch that rock that right there. To a rock. Some yeah. sort of rock. I'll, or... I'll, I'll just take a rock from I'll go find that little hovel where we stayed, where sure. I casted the spell and cast That's probably spell. actually a really good place for it because then you go into, into a, that little enclosure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So fair enough. Uh and my goal on day two, because I figured day one I'd be doing that. My goal for day two is to report back to Feral. To Feral. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I can hide. Games. I can hide. Teleport myself out. Oh, so you're physically going to Feral. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so you're going yeah. to the Blight. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'll only stay for a while just to meet with Farrell as soon as I can, and then I'll get back as fast as I can. Okay. As if to not let anybody know that I left. Okay. So when you hop in, you know, one of the benefits of being you um, is you hop in, your, your kind of teleportation point um, is right into the pyramid itself, right? So you're, and you're up a couple of levels, you're not at the top or anything, but you're up a couple of levels um, and you can get an immediate audience with him basically whenever you want. Um, I don't want to role play the whole thing, sure. but what are you, what are you interested? You're going to report on the death of deep water. Yep. What else are you going to tell him? Uh, I'm going to tell him that his forces have been, uh, have been made larger by the, uh, by saving all of these Minotaur. I'll give him rough numbers of what, what kind of an army Bright Axe has now. Okay. It is. So you, you guys' first est estimation was approximately 2,000 Minotaur, I think is what I said. Um, you're finding as people kind of come from the tunnel, um, that was woefully low. We're talking probably 4,500 to 5,000 at this point okay. with still stragglers coming. Um, the stragglers, though, are the weaker ones. They're the, mm -hmm. they're the members of the herd who can't keep up normally. Um, but it was a... a woeful miscalculation when you guys saw the 2000 it, it was good for the time but they just kept coming sure so I'll, I'll give him as much correct information as i can okay and describe the elder brain and whatever detail he desires i'm gonna make it let's see like i'm just okay absolutely doing what i need to be doing okay he is going to ask you he wants a status update from you as well um on the your mission with the ice orcs and then he wants to know about paranthus and if you've decided you're going to go back and the way he says it it's pretty easy to realize he's not really giving you a choice right he's just trying to he's he's trying to give you the illusion of choice but there's an expectation there well um I guess it would be nice to have the rest of this group with me to do a couple of these things. Is there one that you prefer I do first? <clears throat> Which one's more important to our cause? They're both very important. And, you know, he, he is doing on his side what a Dem Garlock tried to get you to do on, on his side. Is they're trying to consolidate forces? Right. Um, so they're they're both pretty important. What was the second one you said? Paranthus, the wizard of Paranthus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he doesn't necessarily have a a batting order that he wants these done. Sure, but you know that you know you're you're probably within a year, a year and a half of of the biggest part of this conflict as armies continue to move around the continent, you know, I mean, all these things take time, but you know, there's a battle coming and, and we're trying to marshal forces here. Well, I feel like out of those two, I would, especially what if I have the, if I have permission to use the group, mm -hmm. I think the ice orcs would be the first one we should go to because yeah. We already have a wizard 
that's amazing and can do whatever. And I point to him, try to butter him up. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay. Make a persuasion, Jeff. Not very good. 12. Okay. It's, he's hard to read. <coughs> As always. He thinks, he still thinks you might be a little scared of what's going on at Paranthus and you might be trying to divert. Okay. I'm going to do the ice orc thing because I know I can handle that. And, but it, you know, you can tell he's testing you, but you can't really tell what he thinks about it. Sure. Um, is there anything else you want to do while you're at the play? Um, well, like I want to kind of prod him a little bit. How long has it been since we left? Since you left? Yeah. Oh gosh, it's been a few weeks, a couple weeks. It's been yeah, it's in the range of weeks. I'd say three to four weeks. It's been a while. I just want to ask him how he's doing, or at least look at him and see if it's one of those moments because it's every four weeks, right? Yeah, you know by the moon phase that it's not going to be. It's not right now. He's, no, he's at his. He, he's at. Fine. He's at full strength. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. You, that's but he knows. Here. But he knows that I know, right? That that's because I've helped him before. Yes. During those times. Yes. He so, knows that you know. So he I want to check him. with him because it's it's coming up. Right. Are you going to need anything while I'm gone? If I'm on this mission, are you set for this next? Um, he, he has other resources at hand right now. Okay. All right. I mean, I'll, I'll probably check in on on Kranta and just see how whatever he's doing is going. Okay. So I can report because I know they'll ask if they find out that I'm here. Right. Um, and you did not know Kranta very well, right? Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, Only that he was, you know. Yeah. About the hammer. You get pretty surface level stuff from him. Um, you can tell he's working on something, but he's kind of hesitant to talk about it. And that's really probably all you're going to get from him right now. Does he have a thumbnail? He didn't have one before. Yeah, I'm trying to think. No, he would not. He would not. I give him a couple pieces of information that he would care about like me transforming and molting his skin and okay. you know that you might want to contact the guys at some point okay. just to let them know how you're doing okay. so fair enough and then i'll just head back okay so you spend the better part of a day there then. sure yeah okay all right very good um often we talked about rule thor what do you how do you want to spend a couple three days i think i mean it's not much for me to do right now to we Start moving on. I think I need to do. So I'm just going to rest and talk to the Minotaurs, help out where I can, I guess. Okay. So you guys have decided you're helping with the Minotaur. Um, is the intention to get them back to the Adamantine Isles then eventually? Um, well, that's. The question I was going to ask Alski, where where do we need this army? Okay. Yes, eventually the idea is to add to the Adamantines, but our goal was to get an army. Right. Now, where do we need this army, Admiral? So um, she would probably call a meeting for all of you. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow, wow. Shook. <laughs> I think you just triggered our GM. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she would probably actually call a meeting with everybody for this um, to kind of begin that discussion. Is you know, she is now the third party trying to build an alliance of of people, right? So you guys have got Feralt, you guys have got you who you're working for yourselves at this point, and you've got a Dem Garlock, and all these people are trying to their resources toward them. Um, you just inherited a big-ass army. Um, however, comma, adding four or 5,000 people to the Adamantine Islands probably will not fare well for the Adamantine Islands themselves. Not very um, quickly. No. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be overtaxing the system, basically. Um, you know, she... And she kind of lays it out there. Is where do we... Until we need them, 
which you know again is is soon in terms of months but not soon in terms of days where do we feed and care for and continue to rehabilitate all these people and arm them and if necessary train them she has some thoughts she thinks maybe sarthia the issue you have there is sarthia is run by drow mm-hmm. um maybe that toth however super well yeah however last year at toth it was under siege mm-hmm. you know it's you've got a couple of choices but they're you've got a few choices but they're none of them are good choices so that's kind of what she brings to the table first is you know what do you guys want to do about that and then also bear in mind you all i mean we got to figure out you all have to consolidate forces with somebody if you're going to make a difference in this campaign who are we going to do with And a minotaur army that's and they're already kind of still in self-defeat mode, although they look at you with god coming up. I'm not here, I'm just gonna shut up now. Um you do have, I mean, it's worth noting you do the minotaur on the surface. I mean, you do have now an army and a navy. Right. Okay. That's kind of cool. Um I'm yeah. I overwhelmed by my awesomeness. Well, no, I'm, I'm just trying to... Uh, Everywhere he goes, everyone else is overwhelmed. Like, it's kind of going to your head. There's well, part of you who has the imposter syndrome, knowing that what they think happened and what really happened did, you know, are two different mm-hmm. things. And part of you's like, this is pretty fucking cool. Well, yeah, but I'm not that smart. So I'm probably more, this is really cool than, okay, fair than the other. Um, I, um, I don't know. I'm going to you know, essentially lean heavily on, um, you know, my, my second, as it were, mm-hmm. um, uh, with Dobermeal trying to, um, cause like I said, I'm not that smart and I know he's a lot smarter than I am, um, trying to do the right thing of letting the smart people make some decisions. Um, but trying to, um, trying to come up with, with a plan, a structure, um, could is it i mean is it conceivable that we could could bring them into the area below um uh, no um below (laughs) alftrag where there (laughs) there has been population and while it's not it's not um ideal because the city itself is gone but there still was all of that underground area I mean, could we set them up there and have them essentially establish a colony there and start training and foraging? And that's that's a thought because that way we know where they are. Okay. I don't know. Um, Shota, do you have any comment on any of that? Do you have any, based on your information, do you have any anything to add to the discussion? You may not, I don't know. I just know you've got three pages worth yeah. of <laughs> I was prepared for other things. I wasn't prepared for that. What what locations did you say? Um, I was thinking, you know, could we could we just shift back, you know, shift a little further back and go underneath Alftrag, where we know there isn't a big city there. We know they're are you not talking going about to... the, the deep under deep yes. down the yeah. shaft. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, where and, we are now. Right. Well, I mean, well, we're okay. a little bit away from there right now. You're miles we, away from there. Yeah. We no, no, no. But, no but that's what I mean. Underground. Yeah, I mean, yes. we are. Underground. Yeah, under. Bringing them underneath Alftrag so that we know where they're at. We have, um, there, there, there was structure there because, but there's no city there for them to be in conflict with. Right. Right. Which, if we went to Sarthea, we've got Drow. If we go to the other place, we got dwarves and whoever else is fighting them. Uh, oh. I mean, there is. I'm trying to think. I wasn't with you when you fought with Drow. Right now, the Drow—they're—they're they're friendly right. yeah. to you and your cause. However, right. the Drow and the Minotaur historically have not been. Yeah, that right. doesn't matter. We can so. Well, we, distance we is kept. the peace, though, couldn't we? Maybe. Well, a good way to broker the peace might be strong fences too. Strong fences, good neighbors mm-hmm. type peace. Separation is sure. Everyone, but if we fight together, if we can at least contact them and. Maybe not taking our whole army there. That's what right. we talk about. Right. Yeah, I would say. I would say Alfred would be a great place to stay because. Alski. Could we get some of the other Minotaur down from the Adamantines to help with the training? 
and establishing ranks and order. She thinks about it for a long couple of minutes and says it'll take a little time, but it can be done. Jeez. Because those are the adamantines up there, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you got to remember the way she got down here where she teleported a whole damn ship. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to be able to move an army down there, but you would be able to move like special you know, forces that could a train dozen, people. A dozen or ten, no, 20 yeah. to help with the training process. Right. I'm just throwing this out there. Sure. I know I'm not there, but there are spells. Like, well, yeah. that's, that's what she's saying. Yeah. 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 There's magical means of getting people. Um, I'm just thinking rather than putting our, you know, patriots here into direct conflict with another whole city, I think it might be good to keep them in their own for now. Give them some space to breathe. Give them some space to breathe. Come into their own a little bit. Recover, recuperate. Then maybe bring them with purpose somewhere. And we might even be able to wrangle up supplies closer to Alftrag than we would. And that's when Halsky kind of steps in and, and says, you know, you're decently provisioned for the near future. Um, you're not going to have to worry about food for, uh, you know, on a scale of weeks, not months, but you've got, you've got some time to figure out the food piece of it. Um, the army that was with you um, was not well armed. Well, the Minotaur among them were not well armed. Um, the others, you know, it's, it's a matter of scale. So the, the army, you get all these undead, you know, but the weapons were not great weapons. To arm this army correctly, um, you're talking probably <coughs> twenty to twenty-five thousand gold, mm -hmm. just an investment just for steel, just for mm -hmm. plain steel, mm -hmm. shields, armor, that kind of mm -hmm. stuff, such as Minotaur would use. So there's an investment there that someone will need to make. Perhaps we could see if we could make it back to Toth and hire some dwarven uh, armorers. Get them back down here. Alftrag was obliterated, right? The city above, yes. I didn't know if they'd be scavenging up there, but probably not. What you have between where you're talking about and Alftrag is you still have Alftrag is in that weird magical. Mm, that's right, with the strange, yeah, with the environment strange. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a mess. It, it can be done. You'll just lose more people than you'll gain. <laughs> it would be it would be a risk. It would be a roll of the dice. Mm -hmm. We can roll Thor. We can transport to top, right? The we have teleportation circles yeah. there. Yeah, yeah you've got yeah. two in Toth. You've got now, the, the bar and you've got the place where the guys were studying below Toth. Do uh, we have a way to get back right? here quickly? I have a way to get us back here quickly. <laughs> a small group of us. Okay. Could we possibly, in addition to getting some of the um, some of the Minotaur from the Adamantines down, could we maybe try to hire some dwarven armorers from Toth and possibly some miners too? So, I mean, I would imagine there's resources down here. I mean, it's time, but. We had a good few crews. We could probably start equipping these people in relatively short order. I mean, the good news is time is something you do have. Not a ton of it, mm -hmm. but you do have you do have <laughs> you're comfortable if you can get these people settled. It's there, they'll be there for a while. You have an opportunity to mm -hmm. do all the things you would need to do to prepare them to fight. Right. And I gather from the from the weapons that we could scavenge, there's enough to start with, but they wouldn't last very long because they're not very good quality metal and that kind of stuff. Right. Well, right? and you're talking about, you know, what would be a short sword or even a long sword to them? We've got daggers. Dagger and short sword to you, right? So yeah. it's yeah, it's. I mean, essentially, we have a be the beginnings of something, but nowhere near enough to to really outfit. Um, Alski is going to kind of talk to you guys in general also about just the need for allies 
um, and, and gain who you can. Um, and she's looking directly at Shoda when she discusses this. Um, there are options, and you guys have had interactions with the Dem Garlock. Mm -hmm. He's an option. Uh, the GIF are an option if you can find them. Um, the Oroch Titans, who, who you've, you have. The Bears of the Paul, who their loyalty is in question. Um, there are lots of different people over the course of the campaign who you've thought of and you might continue to think. Lightbringers, they were antagonists for you before, but you never know. Um, Lady Nostris yeah. and her crew. Um, Paranthus, the Ice Orcs, Lethoff and his crew, who we were talking about. Um, you do, again, Toth was under siege last you saw it, but you have had interaction with General Longfall. Again, it was antagonistic in nature, but you know the name, you know who you're looking for. And then the dragon, that Ilma the Gilded, you guys. We left on uh, New Shirt. She didn't eat us. <laughs> right. Toph may not Where's Toph? Here. Toph is... Uh, the blight's here. Toph is up here somewhere. There should yes. be a dot up in this area. Uh, it might be there, actually. No, so Toph's off track. So Toph's not that far away. Toph's up in this area somewhere. It's okay. So our, our base is up there, the blight, right? Right. Okay. Correct. But I mean, conceivable. I mean, that's not that far if we could even just. Okay, so I'm just saying we have the capabilities if we got the Smith. Sorry, I'm not here. Can I talk about it? <laughs> I'm going to play Voss's part. That's not talk, so, no, that's not talk. What do you want to say? Fingernail. I'm just saying, like, we. we so for your information, ice orcs, and then somewhere in here, there's a tower. Light, that's pretty safe. The tower will be Paranthus. I thought it was somewhere in here. Well, I may have to take a closer look at it on the computer. And you may have changed the computer. Oh, actually, yeah, it may be there. Ah, there's. No, there's no, a river. It may be this. Okay. I thought I had a tower icon, but this might have been printed before that. I keep touching it, feeling like it's supposed to be right, yeah. uh, Also, you're going to find I need a sharpie mark with that. You're trying. That's okay. I'm just going to put in Toth. All yeah. right. So, so that's Toth. And you'll also, you would know, you would. It's difficult to tell because you're underground, um, but Sarthea is in this neighborhood somewhere. Okay. Obviously, deep. Bless, bless you. Okay. So she mentions a lot of a lot of names. Um, Okay. Where y'all want to go next, or what do you want to do? So you're you're taking the army to Alfred. Is that decided? I I think that seems like a good idea. Okay. I think it would be good if we could get them organized into scavenging parties, because even though there is food, it won't last forever. Get them started to establish their own food down there, and then if we could get Rolthor and Shoda to travel to Toth and try to hire some Dwarven miners and armorers, sure. bring them back here and start setting up the means to start arming these people. Aren't, I thought bugbears were good. Aren't bugbears good with metal? They can be. You don't have a colony of bugbear. You've only met a handful of bugbear over the course of this campaign. Yeah. They've all, actually, the few you've met were in Toth. You know, but they were and a couple in the blight with no tones. Well, yes, yeah, so that's true okay. too. <laughs> um, might I suggest if, if we're heading to Toth to you know 
maybe look for some armors and tough, 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 tough. I think our next stop should be the ice orcs. I've been the Dunedain. Dunedain. Dundalin. Dundalin. Sorry. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> Actually, that never even occurred to me. Now that you've said that, I'm like, fuck, now I've got to change the name. <laughs> Dundalin. Yeah. Is there an ice bridge we can help? Is there an ice bridge? <laughs> that one I call <laughs> Yeah, there's there's three or four ice bridges up there, Matt. You'll you'll oh, enjoy it. Damn it! I'm gonna get that shirt made. All right. Um, so that would be my suggestion um, because I've already spoken to them once, and one of our big things is trying to get the frost giants to help, mm. and the ice orcs may have a a way of locating them. So, all right. In the march towards sure. Drag, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find a time to talk to both uh, Autumn and uh, Rovor individually. Okay. So, I'll, I'll start with uh, start with Rothor. I'm trying to sidle up next to him at some point while we're. Are we all just marching? We don't have really any mounts, do we? No, and you're going to be walking. Yeah, you're walking with these Minotaur. So you're yeah. you're actually you're struggling to keep up a little bit, but you're doing sure. all right. Sure. I mean, they're probably not moving that fast anyway because we're right. carrying a lot of crap, and right, they're still recovering. And this is going to be a multi-day trip, probably. Uh, a few days, yeah. yeah it's probably least. three days at this point. Okay. So, uh, Rolthor. I have information that I just need to give you, and then what you do with it is up to you. I mean, honestly, I'd like to be there when you do it, but <laughs> I think it's something that you need to know. Feral knows who killed your mother and your brother. Feral's known for a long time. Yet he keeps this information from me, knowing that's what I need. Of course. You know Feral, just like the rest of us do. He's a manipulator. He's holding you back. So I don't know who it is. I just know that he knows. So. How do I know you're just not stirring the pot to try and Oh, I'm sure of the pot. <laughs> <laughs> that was what, great. What, what do you get out of this? The same thing you do. Out from underneath Pharaoh. So, I'm just, you know, we need to have all of our, all of our efforts need to be the same. And I know that you have this one thing that you are, have been chasing for all your life. And we don't need your energy split between this and then what we're all doing. I need your concentration on getting this fight done, but then also wanting to finish it with Pharaoh as well. I want your your vision to align with mine. (laughs) So... And if you need help, I'll I'll be behind you on it. Yep. But I just thought you should know. Because I've known for just a small while, and we haven't been together very long. But again, I'm just trying to make sure that everyone can semi-trust me as much as you possibly could. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna have to teleport back there. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And next two hour session, <laughs> <we'll> be, <laughs> it'll probably be pretty fast. It'll probably be like it would. Roll it would dead. No, no, Rolfo, <laughs> this is your moment. This is where you break down in the whole roll throw. We see a whole different side. Like right. the walls <laughs> come tumbling down. It's a therapy session. It is a lot to think about. Oh. All right, you were gonna do. There you go. Okay. And you were going to do Autumn next? And then I was going to do Autumn next. Oh, 
Are you just making rounds tonight, man? Yep, kind of. I've just got things that I've been wanting to say for a long time, and we're getting, yeah. we're getting into massive uh, army stuff. So, <laughs> I guess so many little things out there. Hey, Otham. Hey, what's up, man? You're uh, enjoying the walk? Yeah, it's not bad for me. I got long legs. Yeah. Yeah, not me. Uh, you know, I'm a little shorter, so I'm having to move a lot faster. But you may carry you? No, no, no. I'm good. I appreciate the, uh, the offer, though. So, let's see. I, I got to recall. I got just out of character for a second. You were with next door deep water, right? Often was. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, fighting that dragon. It's a pretty big deal. How'd you do? Um, it was pretty cool. Like, did you get in there? Did you, did you do some cool stuff? Did you, you know, I heard you, uh, you can shift form pretty easily. Yeah. Are you learning to use that a little bit better? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I was able to do some of the, some of the shape shifting stuff and I got up there and I was clawing at him and I was basically being a nuisance to him. What'd you, what'd you turn into? Uh, rock. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. The rock. Uh, yeah. He wasn't real happy about that. Yeah, I, I have a spell that allows me to do that as well. I like to turn into big, big creatures that, you know, can rip and tear, which is very unlike myself, which is what I've heard about you, too. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of different. Yeah, I'm kind of a. Yeah, but I'm learning how to use them, learning how to do that stuff and. I know that that's, I, I'm kind of getting into my groove and with the group and, and showing what I can do. I know, I know I didn't think I'd do much for very, very long, but I've gotten pretty powerful. Mighty yeah. powerful. That's what I've heard. So I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you about that. Um, Farrell has talked about you a few times to me, that's the only, that's why I know that you, you know, you tended to fall in battle a lot. <laughs> Not always the best fighter, more of a, you know, behind the scenes kind of guy. Yeah, I didn't really know how to use the stuff that I had. And I, then I kind of just kind of all started clicking. Plus, I'll, I'll be honest, I had a little bit of luck on my side, too. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, that just might be humility, though. By the sounds of it. So growing up with Farrell, did you ever, did you feel like you were the second or like the, the second child? Well, yeah. Once Rolthor came along, he, he liked, he liked whoever was powerful, whoever could do things that, uh, that helped him to his ends, to his, the ends to his means. Yeah. So, once, once Rolthor came along, I mean, shoot, that boy, he's got so much more power than me, or he did for a long time. I just have a different kind of power now. Yeah, so Farrell has kind of shifted his, his desires. And I don't, know if, yeah. I don't know if he's shown that at all to you and Rolthor. I don't know how Rolthor feels about that either, but Yes, uh, he he originally thought you were the weaker of the two. Uh, he'd almost, you know, we when we were kids, I was the weaker. Yeah, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you really were. I mean, you don't just come into the power; it was always in you. I just think you're learning how to use it better now. Yeah, that could be. That could be. I would uh, I would be careful with how you use your power and and who sees it. I mean, obviously in battles is probably fine, but I'm not sure you want Feralt to know how powerful you're becoming. 
Ooh. Well, I could see that. That that seems fair enough. So I just wanted to be sure because you you seem like a really nice guy and you seem to not really understand how horrible and evil Feral is. Oh, I know he's an asshole. Yeah, but I don't know. The, I don't know that you understand the depths of his asshole tivity. <laughs> so I just want to make now. sure, Cannon, you stay, you stay safe, Awesome. I mean, I love that you're changing into cool stuff because that's that's after my own heart. But just be careful how much you'd say to Feralt or how much. Because Feral does have the ability to watch us at certain certain moments. Like right now? Probably not right now. But you're right. You never know. So be careful. Don't do too much power too, too often. Okay. Oakley, <laughs> <laughs> Oakley, neighbor. Because <laughs> I was trying to get me to let loose. <laughs> oh God, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, we've told him the whole time. You need to do more. You need to right now. You're like, you need to step it back. Okay, that's that's point well taken. I, I appreciate you looking out for me, and uh, yeah, I, I, you know, a lot of people think I am a nice guy all the time, and and, and yeah, I am. I, I mean, I am. I'm. I'm I'd say, you know, there's times I'm gullible and, and, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I'm not, I, I'm not meaning this in a demeaning way whatsoever. Oh, no, no. I, I just, no, I get, I get you're giving me a warning and, and yeah. I appreciate that. Farrell you know, has uh, some designs and I'm not sure I want, well, not that I have anything to do with it or we'll have any choices at the end, but. I don't want you to get hurt. Well, I appreciate you. So, just be wary. I appreciate you. So, that's what I wanted to say. All right. That's all I've got to say about that. (laughs) Um, Before we close tonight, one thing I forgot to mention. Um, When you went to the Blights. Yeah. Um, the guy you knew was from the boy for your I know a guy thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he 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 believes based on kind of what you said and, and kind of the rumor mill, um, he believes that the gift have meat, okay. Um, but he has no idea where and he's gonna task a bounty hunter for you, okay. That's awesome. All right. Just not that Boba Fett asshole. <laughs> not like old fat, old, not old fat wow, Boba Fett. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Whew, old man Fett is not good. All right. Um, so with that, uh, we'll go ahead and close up for the night. Have a good evening. All right.